Real Nerds listeners. Once again, it's an exciting interview from our time spent at Denver Comic-Con 2013. Enjoy. Right. Welcome to another exciting interview at Denver Comic-Con. I'm Ryan, James, Brad with the earphones, and we are sitting with Cougar. Cougar. Hi, Cougar. Hello. Hi, Cougar. How's it going? <laughs> Good. How are you guys? Good. I heard you're an actor. I am an actor. I'd like to think I am. <laughs> <laughs> uh, tell us about your role, road to becoming an actor. What made you want to be one, and uh, what was your inspiration? Nice. Um, I was actually behind the camera for about eight years doing editing and directing, mostly all my short own films. Um, and then about two years ago, I decided, you know, I am behind the camera because I wanted to put myself in front of the camera. And so I decided I'm going to face that fear of never making it, especially someone at age 29. Um, and so I got an agent, kind of went through the back door and got an agent and then started taking acting classes. So most people do it the other way around, but kind of was um, inspired. Actually, I got a random public service announcement kind of commercial on a, uh, for a military gig. And the makeup artist was like, hey, you're pretty good. And she had a bunch of connections and kind of told me what I should do. And that kind of helped inspired it. Cool. Now, you're, you're very much in on the, the Denver film scene. That's how we know you. You're in Boy Who Stares. Um, talk about when you got cast in Boy Who Stares, what kind of stuff you went through in order to, to play that role? Um, yeah, I actually kind of went, I, I went half method. So um, I did a, a lot of research talking to um, pretty sensitive research, obviously, since you guys know uh, the premise of the film, sensitive research on talking to a couple of victims of shootings, different shootings, um, nothing along the lines of um, mass shootings, but more personal military stories, stuff like that. And, um, and then spend some time of the week kind of getting into that own space. Um, so I take an hour here, hour there, and just kind of get into a space of where my character would be, where I would be um, if I was a shooting, you know, if I was one of the victims. Um, kind of listening to the music, what films I would watch, um, the way I would think. Um, and, and Method is very scary, especially for untrained actors. And so it was kind of a process of um, slowly stepping into that as not to go crazy. <laughs> cool. And how did you get in touch with Zach Eastman and all of those guys? How do you know them? Um, I actually knew a, a lot of all those connections through Colorado Film School, like way back in the day when I was making my own films, um, hiring them for crew. And then I kind of had a hiatus and then coming back and acting, um, I knew I got to know Zach through a couple films um, that I had done through the, the Colorado Film School. Um, drawing a blank on all, all their <laughs> names. <laughs> That's um, right. Cars, it was probably Matt thirty films ago. So <laughs> yeah, it was a lot of Colorado films. It was great. It was great. You kind of get to know that network. So sorry. No uh, worries. Uh, what roles do you like to play? Do you like to be funny? Do you like to be serious? Do you like to be the bad guy? You know, <laughs> originally, like when I started acting, I wanted to be the bad guy. I mean, who doesn't like? Every kid, maybe not every kid. Maybe I'm making myself sound like a psycho. <laughs> like, I wanted oh, to play the Joker. Yeah. You know, everyone's like, oh, I mean, they're the most fun. You get something wild, you get out of the box, and not every day can we be serial killers. Well, not everyone can be serial killers every day. Hopefully. Hopefully, exactly. Um, but then as I've been acting more and more, I've kind of found that I've been blessed to kind of have like a Tom Hanks face, an everyman face mm. that kind of works for a variety of roles. So I've gotten to do comedy, um, you know, 
chick flick drama, um, I've been a bad guy, crazy, kind of the whole gamut, and I'm finding I love it. Like, kind of everyone. I really love the character roles. Like, I mean, the here, like the, the Tom Cruise role where you're just Tom Cruise, I mean, it's awesome because then you're like the hunk and like girls love you and stuff. Yeah. But, like, I like the characters. Uh, what what are, what are the things that you've really learned about yourself as an actor over the last couple of years of doing this? Oh, that's a good question. Um, well, that's a really good question. You may have stumped me, and I like to talk. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think it's been a process of realizing um, how much blood, sweat, and tears as a person I can give and take. Um, being an actor is not as glamorous as everyone thinks. I mean, it's, it's so much fun, um, but it is working day out and day out. I mean, I spend at least three hours a day every day working towards something with my acting, if I'm not on a shoot. Um, if it's updating my resume, updating my website, checking out um, casting notices, reading up on articles. Um, and that's just average if I don't have also a film I'm working on then. Um, so it's a lot of work, and I've learned um, that I think that's one of my stronger suits is I can, um, I have a lot of discipline and sacrifice to kind of push it through. Uh, but at the same time, it's a huge learning experience because I didn't expect, I didn't expect it to be that much grueling work. You just think, oh, I'm just saying my lines in front of a camera. But if you really want to like pursue it, and now I've gotten to a place where I'm a full-time actor, I mean, you've got, it's work. It really is work. I always thought the hardest thing about acting, too, is, I mean, I don't act like you do. I only do a few things, but is constantly redoing takes over and over and over again and, like, getting in that uh, mind frame and remember your blocking and stuff like that drives yeah. me crazy. That's why I don't like doing it. So. <laughs> <laughs> it is. And what I tell a lot of people, too, is um, I've realized how exhausting it can be. I used to do um, road construction, and I've been on some sets where I had to do take after take, um, of scenes where I'm like crying hysterically and screaming and after take 10 I mean most people have probably cried and you know you get exhausted think about doing that 10 more times and takes and you're just you're like all you want is a beer and go to bed <laughs> <laughs> yes that's cool Thanks. Brad do you have any questions uh, sorry I was talking to somebody but um, did you answer what your most challenging role has been no what's your most challenging role been so far good question my most challenging role um Honestly, I think my most challenging role uh, has, was my role in Boy Who Stares. Um, mm. Because not only is it sensitive, but at the same time, um, it was a role that could be very overdone. Um, you know, it's, it, it bordered, like, it's crazy how close the line of cheesiness is and yeah. fake authenticity with emotion. Um, to, to be really someone that's going through something conveyed on a camera you can take it over the top very easily so you have to be really honest and make a really honest performance um, and so I would say that was the most difficult is getting into that mindset and then also coming out of it I mean it definitely was like going home and you know trying to get out of the fact that you know the depression that might set in so yeah. Yeah. now uh, a couple weeks ago I went to the Unity Film Festival and I saw um, I forget the name of it but it was a murder mystery short film and uh, it was made in 24 hours. Did I get that right? Yes. Yeah. By you. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, the real murder, the, the radio show on. Yeah. yeah. Um, 
All one of the things I love is on a directing side, I love doing one-shot takes. Um, so I've done a couple. That was my third one-shot take in 24 hours. It was a 24-hour contest. You have 24 hours to make a film. Um, and we did the whole seven minutes in one take, including like costume changes on the fly. Like as my favorite shot of all is we have a, the camera um, going around one of the actors as the costume's changing on him, but you don't, you can't tell because of where we were moving the camera and close-ups and everything. Um, I, I want to, and I've had talks of wanting to do another one with one take and moving two different locations and trying to figure out how to make that work. That's oh, wow. insane. Exciting. Like, <laughs> I was just impressed by the fact that, like, oh, they did that in 24 hours? That's amazing. And then Ryan Thank Carroll you. turned to me. He's like, you know that was like one take, right? I'm like, Thanks. Yeah, yeah. It blew my mind. It was fun. It, yeah. was, it was nuts. I mean, it was like, it was, I was exhausted. I also had a short cameo in it. And yeah, you were it in it insane, too, yeah. But it was so fun. Yeah. <laughs> Thank like, you. I, I assume because, like, it, there's so, so much black in between each of the scenes, like around the characters, that it's like, oh, they'll only cut there, right? And yeah. the, the fact that it's just one take, it's, it, it's crazy. It's, it feels like you're going to different scenes in different locations yes. already. So, thank you. It's awesome. Yeah. Thanks. It was fun. Um, did you talk about trauma yet? No, we didn't talk about trauma at all. Oh, Cooker, yeah. tell us a tra- tell us about trauma. Trauma should be happening happening soon. Hopefully, <laughs> knock on wood. <laughs> I know. <laughs> um, uh, I'm stoked with trauma. Um, I will say, hands down, I've read a lot of scripts um, in the local market. And as an actor in the local market, one of the things is um, you find out, I mean, I'm sure you guys have seen, um, story really is everything, especially yeah. locally. I mean, if, if you can't get a crew to produce the kind of cinema on a cinema screen, like with a DP, you're going to have to have a solid story. I mean, you have to in Hollywood anyways. But... Um, when I, uh, I was super excited because it was super professional auditions. And then, um, and then when I got the script, which obviously I can't say too much, when I got it, I really was like, wow, this, like, this is good. And um, I also do a lot of writing. And it was one of the first scripts, I'll say locally, where I didn't know the ending ahead of time. Like halfway through, I was like, oh, this is what's going on. And then I read it, I'm like, that was not what was going on, you know? Um, and so I'm so excited to get uh, to be in a good story. And as far as character goes, I'm not sure how much I can say, but I'm excited that I get to play a character um, that you question. You can't figure out, wait, is this a good guy? Is this a bad guy? What's he doing? That will be really my first role where really my role to the audience is not necessarily defined. Huh. That's cool. You mentioned story is really important to the Denver Denver community, and you've worked in like the Los Angeles community. Uh, describe some of the differences of working in those two worlds. Can you? Oh. Sorry, I sound great over here. <laughs> um, I haven't worked a whole lot in the, the L.A. community yet, but the, the some films that I've done and some of the, the crew members I've worked with in other films, um, what really is kind of inspiring, especially for local filmmakers, is um, what's inspiring for local filmmakers is the fact that a lot of the more professional just really have more crew. I mean, it's, it's um, a lot of the same passion is there, um, a lot of the same dedication. Um, but since you have some more of that more crew, you have a lot more people. Sorry, I'm thinking how to put it right. Um, it's interesting because you have jack of all trades in Colorado, and then you have very like people who know 
you, exactly what like a first AC does. And they know it inside and out, but they don't have you know, the know-how to grip. And so it's kind of an interesting dealing with both, because on one end, it's a lot of fun dealing with Colorado because it's a lot more community feel, you know, but then dealing with the LA, it feels a lot more like expertise. Um, and not to say that, you know, there aren't experts here, but since you have to be a jack of all trades. Right. Um, but I have realized um, I love the community here. I mean, you realize working more and more, talking to some of the pr people who have worked with, like, producers. Uh, I had a long conversation with the guy who was assistant to most of the producers that worked on Happy Madison Films. Um, you realize just how positive and encouraging the Colorado film community is and how healthy that is. I mean, so many of my friends after working on, you know, LA productions are just like, that sucked. <laughs> like, I'm glad I got a paycheck, but it was that much money for that much abuse. <laughs> um, That's funny. But, you know, it does pay more. <laughs> cool. Nice. Uh, I apologize if you covered this already. Do you have like a coveted role that, like if you could get hit, if you get handed any role you wanted, what would it be? Man. Um... I mean, it's, it's actually even in movies, very appropriate. Even in movies that have already been done. Okay, you know. yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, off the top of my head, and maybe it's just because I'm at the comic convention, I'm a huge geek. I grew up a uh, nerd collecting comics since I was like seven. Um, still do. have tons of action figures. So playing a superhero in a well-done film um, that is a character that has to... Um, I want to see that film. Um, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> um, dealing with a character that has um, some type of change in it, but is a superhero, I think would just be, that'd be like the child in me, boy, like in me, dreams come true to finally get to do that. I could see you as Doctor Strange. Yes, I will take that. Because <laughs> I got the gray going on. <laughs> uh, you no, know, just, you know, I, I feel it with you. I oh. feel that. Because like someone asked yeah. me that a couple of days ago. I'm like, who could play Doctor Strange? I'm like, I don't even know who could play Doctor Strange. That's well, perfect, because that gives me about 10 more years. Yeah. So I could get my name out, and then they'll yeah. do it, and then I'll be yeah. old. I think go back to like Ryan on Real Nerds Podcast recommended me for this movie. <laughs> That's get, get him Get him on the, the DVD commentary. Can I send him a That's CD of this? Yeah. <laughs> Your goal 10, minutes, 10 years out is to be in a Marvel movie. Our goal 10 years out is to be maybe on the DVD commentary. <laughs> We'll hook each other up. Yeah, yeah exactly. exactly. See, that's how it goes. <laughs> oh, that's yes. awesome. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, what's what's up next for you? Um, trauma. Um, I am in the final casting of a reality show. Um, really? That uh, again, I can't talk much about it, um, but it's it has to do with haunted hotels, and so it's not like I'm excited because it's not um, obviously being an actor. It's not like. Um, you know, Jersey Shore. Yeah. It's going to be something that, I mean, is any reality TV really good? <laughs> but I'm excited. Some of them are um, good. Yeah. Some of them are good. Uh, and um, I have another uh, feature that I got cast in with, uh, I don't know if you guys are familiar with Lewis Leslie and uh, Under Fire Studios. Um, they'll be filming in October. Um, and then a couple short films. Um, and then uh, I'm in a showcase in two weeks to hopefully get an LA agent. Cool. Very, exactly. cool. Very cool. Thanks. Well, thank you so much for coming on yeah, the show. Yeah, appreciate this has been it. Really cool. Thank you guys. And remember, I'm when you're the master of the mysticism, <laughs> this guy said it. <laughs> this guy. That's right. Cool. <laughs> I don't remember yeah, that. Thanks, Cooper. Right. Is there anything he wants to like 
leave no, with. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. Um, uh, where can people find you online? Oh, uh, you can find uh, me on my website at Colorado. Uh, Colorado. Let me try that again. You can find me on my website at cougarlittlefield.com. Uh, also, my Facebook acting page is facebook.com backslash cougars page. And it's not about 40 year old women. <laughs> but it doesn't matter if it is. <laughs> but That's if those women want to show up, so, hey, yes. it's worth it, right? <laughs> exactly. Cool. Thank you. Awesome. Thank, Thank you, you guys so much. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for listening to the interviews we conducted at Denver Comic-Con 2013. This has been a Nebulous Visions production. Thanks for listening. Bye. You can subscribe to us on iTunes. You can also stream us on Stitcher Radio. Email us, realnerds at gmail.com. Visit our website, realnerdspodcast.com. You can tweet us, at real underscore nerds. Call us, 720-6nerds5. Like us on Facebook. This has been a Nebulous Visions production. Until next week, bye.